You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. It's the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson. Psychotherapist and author of The Boundary Boss, Terry Clark is back. Hi, Terry. Hi, nice to see you again. Nice to see you too. So the last time we were here, we did talk a lot about clear communication and just having boundaries and communication, how important that was for our relationships. Mm -hmm. And I was just filling you in that this month we've been talking about the word confront. So initially when we started talking about that, I thought, who can I have on to talk about healthy Mm -hmm. confrontation? Mm -hmm. Because it's so interesting to me as adults, I feel like we have this instinct that that's going to be one of the things that we just know how to do. And it (laughs) seems like, and maybe this is personal to me, but I I feel it with my friends too, that a lot of us really struggle in relationships. And this can be work, friendships, romantic relationships, on how to have healthy confrontation, like how to Mm -hmm. talk about the hard things. How do we do that? Why do you think that's so hard for us? I think it's very similar to why it's difficult for us to establish boundaries because really they're in, in a lot of ways, they're one and the same. And it's because think about the way we were raised. Did anyone value this? Did anyone teach us how to have hard conversations or did they teach us to smile and suck it up and be a good girl and turn that frown around? And if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Those are most of the things that we were taught. So This is a skill that if nobody taught it to you, how the heck would you know how to do it? And there's, it really gets a bad rap. Like I always change confrontation when I'm, when I'm with my therapy clients, I'll say, let's just think about this as communication. Okay. Right. Because confrontation is so charged. Yeah. From the get. Like we don't even start yet. And we're like confrontation. Ooh, somebody's in trouble. There's going to be a fight. I'm going to be mad. They're going to be mad. It's like starting a conversation with, we need to talk. Yeah. You know? <laughs> dun, dun, <laughs> no, dun. <laughs> literally nobody ever wants to talk to you when you no, say that. No, no. So I like to remove all of that charge. Okay. And think about healthy confrontation as really one and the same 
as healthy communication, whether what you're communicating is positive or whether it's frustrated or whether it's angry. These are all parts of healthy communication. It, it isn't just, let's just communicate the, the good things. Right. So in a way, I just ask you to reframe your okay. mindset, everybody listening from confrontation, because it sounds so um, like we're going to be provoked mm-hmm. into a fight when the truth, when you need to tell someone the truth about something, even if it's a hard truth, what is on the other side of that? Mm. is so can be so satisfying can be relationship changing can be you changing or them changing yeah so i don't want it to be vilified because it's something that is so important when you are building healthy relationships healthy businesses healthy friendships healthy family mm. relationships all of it yeah is being able to have these difficult conversations yeah. It's so interesting. As you were talking, I was thinking that there's this thing in maybe my head and maybe some other people's head that I've had conversations with where I feel like we have this idea of life or relationships or you know interacting with people where we only want the good. And you hit on such an important topic, I think, that like we can't evolve or grow if we don't face the other things that happen to us as humans, the hard, the bad, the sad, the any of those emotions, mm-hmm. but we're very averse to that. Or that mm-hmm. seems to be the instinct that popped into my head. Do you see that a lot with clients that we're just like, we're only wanting the good. And so that makes having these difficult conversations more difficult. <laughs> Definitely. And and I see this sort of falling under the category of hyper-positivity mm. and bypassing where we see this online, you know, where people are like, only good vibes. Yeah. You're like, hi, that's, you can't be a human on planet earth and have only good vibes. It, it's, right. it's not real. Um, and trying to um, make anger something that's pathological or something that's wrong, or you're not spiritual enough if you get angry and you're like, no. Nah. So as a therapist, of course, I know that that is impossible. It's also not aspirational. Mm. because it is through the hard conversations, the honest conversations that we deepen the intimacy in our lives. And it can be small things. You know, this was something that happened many years ago when my husband and I were first together where we lived in Elizabeth, New Jersey, and I would take the train into the city and he would come pick me up. And if I would get off the train and I would look over because it was like the parking lot was down below and if his car was there, I got so excited and so happy. And if his car wasn't there, I would be really upset. Now, okay. in my own mind, I was like, this doesn't make sense because he was never very late. Mm-hmm. He would be like, I'd be standing down there for like 30 seconds or a minute before he would come. But for whatever reason, it would really hurt my feelings. And even in my own mind, I was like, this is like a you thing. Like, this doesn't even make sense. He's not even really late. But I didn't have that um, awareness at that exact moment. So I would sort of be pissy in the car and a little bit withdrawn and a little bit like, how was your day? Fine. Like one word answers if he was, if he wasn't there when I got there. And then finally I decided, oh my God, I have to tell him because he's the nicest guy. I love him. We don't fight about anything, but why he doesn't know this or he wouldn't be late. Yeah. And I just said, hey, I'm having this weird experience. And I explained what I just explained to you. I would love it so much 
if you could just put in that little extra effort to be here when the train pulls in, because mm-hmm. it makes me feel so loved and so happy. And he was like, no problem. Okay. Now he's a little rare and he's okay. 10 years older than me and he's probably had a lot of therapy. Like, yeah. Yeah. He wasn't defensive. He didn't question, but I also, the way that I said it, I was like, listen, I'm not blaming you. Yeah. For this. I don't even understand. Yeah. Why this is my reaction. But I know if you knew how it made me feel, you wouldn't want me to feel that way. Yeah. And he was like, you're a hundred percent right. I don't want you to feel that way. And he's, that was 25 years ago. The guy's never been late since, but that's something that could be quote unquote, a confrontation, meaning Mm -hmm. I could have gone to make him wrong. That's what a confrontation sounds like. What we had was communication. We had a conversation where I also had the ability to own the fact that it was a me thing, yet knowing he would having faith, hoping that he would care that it hurt my feelings for some weird reason. So my my thought about relationships and communication and why this story, I shared this story is that my husband doesn't have to always understand why I feel the way I feel, but he really does have to always care. Yeah. And that rule is for me as well. So I think in relationships, we want to think about them that way. It's not a right or a wrong. When you think of a confrontation or when I do, I think of people being like, well, this is why you're wrong. And this is why what I did was the right thing. What you did is the wrong thing. And I think that if we change the frame on that to be, instead of you against me, it's you and me against the problem. Like try to get on board with your partner or with anyone. Yeah. With with anyone that I'm having a conflict with or that I have to have a hard conversation with. I always try to start that interaction with, listen, I love you. I have no doubt we're going to figure this out, but I have to tell you it hurt my feelings or I was upset or I wasn't okay that you took my thing without asking or whatever it is. Like you can always start a conversation with, if if it's someone you love, with sweetness, with truth, mm-hmm. reminding them and you that like, we love each other. Right. We actually want to come to terms, hopefully, you know? Yeah. I mean, I hear a lot. There's so many things that just popped up for me that I want to touch mm-hmm. on. And one is the not blame piece, because I think that that is the quickest reaction as a human that we have is like, they're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. And the other piece of that, that maybe you could touch on in this question would be, you mentioned anger. And I think a lot of us have also been taught, especially as women, we're taught like that is not an emotion that is okay to express, you know, and especially if like you express it in a way that's angry, like it's not like what you said, it seems like you got a little more comfortable with not figuring it out. And you were just like, Hey, I don't know why this is coming up. That was very calm in that presentation. But what if we feel angry and we're Mm -hmm. reacting that way, you know? And I think when we're angry, it's very easy to just go, you did something wrong. Yep. This is about the way you're you're late all the time. This makes me upset, whatever. Mm-hmm. So one, I guess, would be how do we get comfortable with the emotion of anger? And then mm-hmm. two. No, no, stay with one. Stay with okay. one. I'll, I'll forget one once we get okay, to two. Okay, we'll so go with one and then we'll, then we'll get to two. Part of it is you have to stop vilifying it in your own mind. Okay. Right. You have a right, as do other people, 
to be angry. Yeah. Where boundaries come in is that we have to have agreements in healthy relationships about how we will express and share our anger. So I'm really big on teaching couples how to fight fairly. Okay. How to, we've got to have some rules of engagement around what we're going to do when we're mad. Okay. Right. Because people feel like a lot of times couples will justify, well, I was so angry. That doesn't justify name calling, throwing stuff up from the past to hurt your partner intentionally, kitchen sinking it where you're like, and this other thing was getting on my nerves and these other 44 things. Yeah. We have to stick to one thing. So I have a whole list and we can go over them of how to fight fairly. Okay. And here's the thing. You can absolutely be angry and not blame. You can. I think that this being blaming and defensiveness are two of the biggest blocks to healthy communication. Mm -hmm. So meaning be explosive anger, right? Mm -hmm. Anger and then being abusive, anger and then being petty, being mean, like lashing out to hurt your partner. Now that's, none of that is constructive. We know this, but you can definitely be angry and say, hey, I'm really pissed that you're, you've been late after I talked to you about it. Let's just say if that were the case, because I was vulnerable to you and I talked to you about it. And now it tells me you don't care about the way that I feel. And I'm pissed, you know, like we can be angry and not be you, you, you. So part of it is you have to understand your own downloaded confrontation blueprint. We can call it, right? What did you learn in your family of origin? How did people fight? Did they fight? In my family, everything was very waspy and suppressed and underground. Mm, yeah. So anger was definitely a forbidden emotion. Yeah. So what, what happens when you have anger as a forbidden emotion is that you you naturally, unconsciously turn your own anger into something else. You turn it inward. It feels like depression. I would, I would be sad. I would always be okay to say I was upset because that was an acceptable emotion, but it's not satisfying or honest to say I am upset when I am actually pissed. Mm-hmm. They're different feelings. You're not, we're not being seen accurately, but I didn't have anyone teaching me how to manage my anger. Yeah. So I learned, of course, in many years of therapy, how to do it and that it's important we this is an emotion we don't have the skill or the power as human beings to just decide we're not doing it i don't do anger you you don't great that's not something you can actually opt out of it's not like somebody's mailing list like, right right you're going to have that feeling the question is can you learn to honor it mm. and the answer is you can Well, you do so much work on boundaries and like, isn't it true that sometimes our anger is just communicating to us that we need a boundary there. Like we need, we're bumping up against something that isn't working for us. Without a doubt, which is why I always tell you to do a resentment inventory Mm -hmm. when you start this process of wanting to be more truthful in your life. And you're like, I don't know where to start with my boundaries or with my confronting or whatever it is we're talking about. Yeah. And I always say do a resentment inventory because that can be a guide, a little GPS to show you where either a boundary is needed or a boundary is being violated or a need of some kind is not being met. 
Mm. And so that will give you literally like the top three relationships in your life that need your attention because we all know the players in our life. We have easier people and we have harder people. Yeah. And yet we can still really love the harder people. We just have to grow the skills to have the confrontation, to have the conversation that needs to be had. Okay. Well, let's talk about the harder people then, because you just mentioned them. And, mm-hmm. um, and this kind of ties in the second question I was going to ask is a little bit just about the blame, which I think you, you pretty much covered mm-hmm. and touched on But with the harder people. How do we know, you know, when it is time to continue trying to grow our communication skills in this relationship or when it's time to just stop because this is a one-sided mm-hmm. healthy communication situation. Like what I hear with your husband was you kind of put it back on you. You figured out, Hey, this is, this is about me. I don't really know why, but this is what's happening for me. He heard you. He did. He changed the behavior and mm-hmm. you guys were able to let it go and move on because of that. And so that's like a reciprocal situation. But what if you're finding yourself in a situation where the reason maybe you don't want to confront something is because it hasn't been met like that? Like, how do we navigate those, the tough people in the tough situations? Well, sometimes we just have to say what it is. So it's not a strategy more than it is a truth telling. Okay. Where it's like, let's say that you're you're talking about the difficult person and now there's something you have to talk about with them. You can say, you know, I've really worked on our relationship to tell you the things that hurt me or that bother me. And I have to say, I'm disappointed mm-hmm. because I feel like I get met with a lot of defensiveness with no changed behavior. And it really makes me feel unloved. And I have to say, I think it's actually this dynamic is really threatening the relationship. Like I don't see wanting to do this dance mm-hmm. forever. Mm. So the person, even if they react and say, you're threatening me, you're trying to give me an ultimatum. Mm-hmm. If you are telling the truth, at least you know you're doing your part. And they may come back afterwards. That may be on a, 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 a wake-up call for them. We don't know. And if they say you're threatening me, you can say, no, I actually love you enough to tell you the truth about how these interactions are impacting the way I feel about you. Mm. And yeah. if something doesn't change, like I'm going to end the relationship, basically. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. We talked a little bit about um, codependency. Well, <laughs> not a little bit. We talked a lot about it last time, and you you called me out one time because you were like, oh, there she is. I see that codependency. And I think one of the things that I struggle with, um, with, the, you know, working through my people-pleasing strategies is that mm-hmm. sometimes it almost feels easier if it's a difficult person in your life to not speak up. Like what you just mm-hmm. said sounds very complex and complicated to me with mm-hmm. certain people I can think of. Um, so when the risk feels better, I mean, like more, there feels like there's more at stake with the risk than the reward. Mm-hmm. What what are things we can work on within ourselves with that? Like well, if I you feel like you can't bring it up to them, you know? Yep. Yep. But there's other ways you can. You can write a letter. You can write okay. an email. You can... If it's too threatening to do it in person because the person is difficult in that yeah. way, or they're like a lawyer and they'll like try to talk you out of it, so to speak. Yeah. Um, I, a lot of times with my clients, I'll have them write down what they want to say. Okay. Like actually write it out. And then to the person, if you want to involve them that way, you can say, listen, I've written something because I find it difficult. I lose track of what I'm saying. And I really mm-hmm. would love for you to let me finish what I have to say. And then I'm all ears for what you, you, your response to it. And then you can read. And if they go to interrupt, you can go, nope, put your full hand up in the stop position. Mm -hmm. And it's like, please let me finish. This is really hard for me, but you're important to me. And this relationship is important to me. And I want you to know how I feel. Yeah. And here's the thing. I'm not saying we keep barking up like the wrong tree. Some people you have to decide what are your deal breakers, right? If you okay. remember the way we look at boundaries or your preferences, your desires, your limits, and your deal breakers. And if there isn't any payoff in the relationship itself, if the person doesn't allow you to change, if they keep relating to you the way you used to be, if they keep wanting you to be the way you used to be, if they're hypercritical, if they're abusive, if they're name calling, if they're alcohol, whatever, like there's a million right. reasons that we outgrow relationships. But you'll never regret unless the person is violent. And if they are violent, then none of this advice. The only thing that matters is your safety. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But if they're not, you won't regret asserting yourself to be accurately seen in the relationship because that's where your growth Mm. is. It is not about what they do. It's about how asserting yourself and having the courage to do that changes you. Yeah. Yeah. 
I want to talk about how to fight fairly, but I have one more question about difficult people because I completely, it's like starting to resonate in my life about what you're saying as far as my romantic relationships and my friendships go. And I do think I can look back in the past and see how I contributed to some unhealthy confrontation because of my, you know, just wanting things to be peaceful, being scared of anger in certain ways, or then exploding, like Mm -hmm. all of those things. But the word you just said that triggered this thought for me was the word payoff. Like if there's no, or payout, if there's no payout in the relationship Mm -hmm. for you. So when we're in a work situation, obviously you're being paid. So Mm -hmm. this gets tricky, I think, with confrontation because it threatens your security a little bit to say like, do you know what I'm saying? Yes, but but what matters in the work thing is there a power differential or not? Okay. So the way that you're going to handle confrontation or conflict with your boss. Yeah. Who has the power to fire you? Correct. Will be different than the way you would handle it with a subordinate. Okay. You have the power to fire, or with a coworker where mm-hmm. you have equal power to not fire each other. Okay. So we always have to go into those situations thinking about that. Mm-hmm. It depends on what you need to have a conversation about. Right? Is it is it that you've been waiting for a raise? You've been promised a raise. You haven't gotten a raise, and you need to bring up that conversation. Right? I don't consider that a confrontation, but it is bringing up a topic that might be uncomfortable because right. they promised and they didn't do it. Right? And you can say, "Hey, I wanted to circle back to our conversation about my compensation. Let me know when is a good time for you." You can send an email that says that. Yeah. You know. We're, we're making an assumption that sooner or later, they're going to have the conversation about the increase with you that they yeah. said that they would. And you don't start that by saying, well, you promised me this six months ago, or you never keep your word, or you're a terrible boss, right? Because we're still hoping we're going to get the money. So you have to be strategic when it comes to, especially where someone has power over you. Yeah. Um, and you want to be thoughtful where you have power over someone else. Like, it's not appropriate for you to share your heartbreak with your boss or your subordinate, mm. perhaps a coworker, if you if you're friendly. Mm-hmm. So again, those are personal boundaries too, where we think about who should know what mm. about your life. How do we go about? You don't abuse your position over a subordinate because that's wrong to do right. so. You don't threaten them, even yeah. though you could, right? It's being mindful. I actually have power over this person. So I need to act accordingly and not be threatening because it's not being a good boss. So I think that people have to look at what is the situation they have. And if it is with the boss, is it something that should go to HR? Should you go to human resources? Are you being sexually harassed? That's different than not getting the raise at the time they said they would give it to you. Mm-hmm. So it depends. Again, we're looking at what's a preference. What's a desire? What's a limit? And what's an actual non-negotiable deal breaker? Okay. That helps. That does make sense. Well, the last question I'll ask you then is because I did want to talk to you a little bit about just tools and practices that we can use. And you've touched mm-hmm. on a couple of those, but you did mention you have a list of how to fight fairly. So give us mm-hmm. give us the juice. <laughs> well, we, we, <laughs> start we with, start with no kitchen sinking it, as okay. I said before. Okay. So if you're talking through one issue at a time, you're yeah. going to stick to that issue. 
it's not fair or effective to throw in the last 10 years of the, the shit you didn't say for 10 years. Right. It's not appropriate to be like, sit down. I'm going to talk to you for four hours about all the things that are wrong with you. Okay. Keep in your mind, we really want to choose to be loving over being right. Because honestly, you can't be both. That That's from, oh, it is, but you yeah. got to really want it. And you both have to sort of be in agreement. Yeah. And this is where the, the you and me against the problem mm. instead of you against me, like really think about that alone. Mm -hmm. If you adopted that with your partner, if you, if you fight, that would change your relationship mm -hmm. to go, we're on the same team always. Yeah. It's always you and me against this misunderstanding. You and me against this pattern of behavior that is not what's best for us as a couple. Mm -hmm. So that's a shift in mindset. Yeah. Number three, make sure you're using I statements okay. to communicate your experience. This is where we avoid the you, you, you. So avoid blaming, avoid judging, pointing out how bad, stupid, or insensitive they were is super counter productive yeah. and not effective, not effective. They don't know. Nobody's going to be like, Oh, cool. Thanks for telling me that. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. It's all my yeah. fault. Yeah. <laughs> also take a break, take a breath, right? Okay. Really think about your 50% of the current conflict. Like what is my contribution to what has gone on? Cause it, it isn't just, it's always 50 you and 50 them. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number four, give yourself full attention. That means no screens at all whatsoever. Close your laptops, no television on, tablets down. Like trying to talk with the screen between you is just ridiculous. And yeah. people do it. Yeah. Because it's so, it, it can be stressful, but that is not cool. Don't do it. Yeah. Number five, no interrupting. Mm -hmm. And this might take practice, mm -hmm. but it is so worth it to settle in and hear the other person out and vice versa. It is respectful and loving, and it really is the key component to active listening, where give each other the expansion. This is a lot of Harville Hendricks's work, where um, he and his wife, Helen, of like 50-something years, wrote a book, you know, um, keeping the love you, you, keeping the love you find, or finding the love you want. There's a whole bunch of different ones, but they created um, a, a, a way of doing therapy and it's a lot about mirroring, right? Mm -hmm. you, you're mirroring the other person back. So mirroring what you think they're saying. When you've heard the other person out, an effective technique is to say, if I heard you right, you would like me to blah, blah, blah. Did I get that right? I love and, that tool. Oh, it's so good. It yeah. so works. Yes. And if they say yes, then you say, is there more? Okay. Is there more? That's a new one. Right? I haven't heard that. Okay. Yeah. yeah meaning. So if, if, if they say, yes, you got it right. That's what I was saying. Yeah. To have your partner say, is there more? Is there more you'd like to say instead of the fighting mm -hmm. for airspace, you know, instead of fighting for that, it's literally giving expansion and it feels so incredible yeah. to give and to receive that. Yeah. Isn't it and, true that it's like a basic human need that we just need to feel seen and heard? Yes. So, so much of what you're saying is it's that. It's like 
learning how to communicate with each other so that we can feel seen and heard within our relationships. Yes. And feel important. And feel important and cared for. Right. Yeah. You cannot understand why I'm being weird about that, but you changing your behavior just makes me feel incredibly loved. Yeah. And you don't have to understand, right? But you do have to give a crap. Like you don't have to understand exactly why your partner is the way they are, but if something is hurting them or harming them or hurting their feelings, and I'm not talking about stuff that falls under the category of like hardcore control, because you'll have like people in jealous relationships and they're like, well, I don't want you being friends with this person. I don't want you going out. I don't want you wearing this thing. Like, I'm not talking about that, right? Because I feel like that, that falls more into the category of like hyper controlling, Mm-hmm. as opposed to it's not about your own boundaries that's that really is literally about controlling the other person and the last thing i want to say about fair fighting is that you have to agree to take a time out if it gets too heated okay this is how you protect the relationship because when we get too heated is when we can say things that you can't back up remember words can be weapons and when you say that shit you cannot unring that bell you can't so when in doubt, take a break. Okay. When in doubt, take a break. I'm going to like make a chant about that in my head. <laughs> well, the book is called The Boundary, or it's called Boundary Boss, The Essential Guide to Talk True, Be Seen, and Finally Live Free. I'll put that in the description of this podcast for you guys. I have to say, and I told you this before the podcast, I got so many messages after the first podcast of people who ordered the book and were reading it and just like, this is helping me so much. Just how it's breaking down the, because sometimes I think we overcomplicate it. And you in your book make it very clear on how to set a boundary, how to communicate. So people are loving that. I'll put that in the description of this podcast for you guys. Terry, where else can people find you? Um, oh, and do you have me? anything else going on that we need to know about? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Okay. I actually have, let's see, I have a workbook coming out. So the Boundary Boss workbook is not coming out until the fall, but that's pretty exciting. And then in August, in August, I have the Mother Wound course, which is starting um, the beginning of August. So you can find all of that information uh, at terrycole.com. Terrycole.com. Also, check Terry out on Instagram. Is it just at Terry Cole? It is. Okay. I love following you on Insta because you'll give the quick tips. And those are Mm -hmm. always just really good to get through my day. You know, like sometimes you'll hit a tip and I'm like, oh, I wasn't even thinking about that, but I need that one. (laughs) Right. I'll put that in the description of this podcast as well. Uh, Terry, thank you so much for being here with us. I love how you break things down. It makes it much easier for my brain to comprehend. And it feels a little less scary. I just feel like this is one of those overwhelming topics to a lot of us. So you got this, Kelly. Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you for being here. And thank you guys for listening. Thanks for listening to the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson, where we believe everyone has a little velvet and a little edge. Subscribe for more conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. Search Velvet's Edge wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. 
Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.